And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David came on Toya S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David came on Toya Podcast. The game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Go make it up. Let's actually make some... And see, I came up with more... Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Thursday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. All right, kids, we are back again, and we've got a shitload of content for you this week. <laughs> and normally, we... Uh, well, Sadie gets the emails, and then she mm-hmm. she shares with, with me here. Mm-hmm. But I actually got a, a, a peek at the email, and... Mm-hmm. I. I'm really looking forward to this week's email. Yeah, me too. Um, so, how was your week? My week was my week was good. We've been watching the the ball games, like I told you. We went yesterday. We, it was kind of disappointing. We went out and got some subs at Jersey Mike's and brought them back home. And and I talked with you on the phone while that was going on. I said, you know, we're going to go back and sit down and watch the ball game and have our subs and everything's cool and. We're sitting there waiting for the ball game to come on, and we and we go sitting through like five minutes of Friends, and then Stein, Seinfeld, Steinfeld, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Seinfeld comes on. You can tell I'm a real fan, and uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? What's with this Seinfeld shit? This is supposed to be pre-game stuff, and then I see this little message strip across the bottom of the screen, and it goes, and I got up and look at it because it's so tiny you can barely see it let alone read it and it says the Orioles game has been rained out and I'm like no so we wound up watching Groucho Groucho a a night at the opera which is a great movie we had a lot of fun it was it was cool but mostly we've just been kind of doing that we did eh, you know some stuff around the house I was going to ask how is Ernie liking being retired I think he's liking it like he he thinks of things to do and actually mentions them and we do them that he never would do before. Like he's, he's been wanting to get file cabinet mm-hmm. because up to now we have this one spot by his desk. It's really, it's a chair with stuff on top of it. That's been his filing system. And so he says, I want to get a file cabinet for there. And I said, not one of those ugly metal things. I don't, you know, like in an office. Right. I said, can we get something pretty? And he goes, I don't care what kind we get. So, yesterday I had to go get my tit smash. It's it's uh, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month for yes. those of you who don't know. And yesterday was my annual, um, I call it tit smashing, but it, uh, mammogram. Mammogram is the proper term for it. And it's so nice now too because they have a new machine over there, and it's it's really pleasant. I mean, it's not it doesn't hurt or anything like the old machines. So if you guys have got access to the new machines please go because you'll be surprised it's an, a pleasant experience by comparison right so anyhow um i went and did that and then um then we went to breakfast i hopped really good then uh we went off to look for a file cabinet and he wanted to go to office supplies or office max or office of something well you have office max and office depot no, this is Max. Okay. Okay. So we went there, and the guy greeted us at the door, you know, hi. And we said, file cabinets. And he goes, back in the back corner. So we went back, 
And we were looking at wooden ones. They're real pretty. And, you know, 200. <laughs> yeah. And the, some of the ugly metal ones, also not cheap. <clears throat> and then we saw this one that was like, uh, what do you call it? Like screen material, sort of. Okay. And it was two-decker, you know. And <clears throat> per, it has the little things on the side to hold the pendaflex arms, you know, so mm-hmm. you can put the file thingies in there. And so the guy, by then, he came back and says, well, how are we doing? You know, and we go, we're good. How much is that one? Because it didn't have a price on it, sticker, anything. And he goes, well, I want to say 49 And I felt like saying, are you sure you want to? But I didn't. So he, you know, gets on the, because they all have the telephone thing, inter-communication right. thing. And uh, price check on this uh, number, blah, blah, you know. 20 bucks. Really? I go, sold. <laughs> so, yeah, so we went to get the Pendaflex folders, and they were actually $31. Really? <laughs> yeah, uh, but we found some cheaper. Okay. You know, I mean, they were pretty bright colors and stuff. You know, 31 fucking dollars for 25 Pendaflex holders. That's ridiculous. That is. Anyhow, so we got the recycled paper ones, and I think we got yellow. Which is fine. We could have had black. I don't give a shit what color they are. The thing is black. The the file thing is black. So it fits in real nice because we have a black coffee table. Oh, okay. You know, so, so the chair has now been relegated to the status of an actual chair, <laughs> which is kind of cool, and has been moved over, and the new file thing is put in, and he uh, put all the folders in. I let him do it because... I, you know, I, I'm up to here with organization. I'm a Virgo, but you know, the 74 years of organizing kind of wears you out. So I was happy for him to take on <laughs> the job. And I took the papers that I had been saving in another file thing, and I went through them, shredded what we didn't need anymore, gave him what we did need to keep, and then he took care of organizing it and filing it. So it was really kind of a little mutual project thing. Took up most of the afternoon, and then we went and got the... Sub sandwiches and came back home to watch the game. So it was it was a good day. It was fun. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and you? Nothing. Nada. No. Work, work and eat, sleep. That's pretty much all I did this week. Yeah, um, yeah I, I worked three days, and I'm watching this TV show, and I, I put out a tweet about it, and it's you know my my Twitter account's connected to my Facebook, so yeah. it, it went on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, you know, ever since we started podcasting in 2012, I stopped watching TV right. on a, on a regular basis. Right. But this new TV show called Gotham, and what it is is it's pretty much pre-Batman. Right. In right. fact, it starts when Batman's parents are killed. That's how it opens. And so Batman. When he was a kid. Yeah, by he, the way. he was like seven or eight years yeah. old. Yeah. And it's Gotham, but it, it's a, a police story, and it's it's. So it's like the town he grew up in. Right. Right. And it's so compelling to me uh, as a viewer because, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just, everybody's corrupt. I mean, <laughs> there's one guy, which you, you know who um, he's going to turn out to be. Mm-hmm. It's, his name is Jim Gordon. He's a detective. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody that follows Batman or has any, you know, iota of, of knowledge of Batman, we all know Commissioner Gordon. Right, right. He, he right. ended up becoming commissioner, right. but he's just a, a beat cop right. at this point. Right. And he's pretty much one of, he's like the only. Well, a beat, a beat cop or a detective? 
Those are actually well, no, two he, different things. Yeah, he just was, he was a beat cop, then he got promoted oh, to detective. Okay, okay. Um, but he seemed like he's the only person on the up and up in the entire city of Gotham. Yeah. And you have these two uh, mob families battling each other, yeah. and, and then you have the... Out in the open, everybody's aware. Yes, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's really, really good. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and I, I caught, uh, what is it, episode three or four yesterday yeah but other than that that's pretty much been my week i've um well you're just getting over some back issues and things like that so it's probably the first week you've had where you sort of felt normal and i and for those of you that don't know uh david works in a hospital so when he says when he says he works three days that's three 12-hour shifts right minimum and so that's like a week for most people. In three days, yeah. yeah. In in three and and on top of that, it's overnight. Yeah. Uh, so anybody that's ever had that shift or is having it, you know what we're talking about. That's that'll wear you out. Three three of those in a row will do you. Four will kill you. Three will do you. And can you believe I used to do like thirteen days I know, straight? I know. I remember when you did thirteen days straight. I remember that week. Uh, very well. I was not a happy camper. Nobody was. <laughs> I was going to say, and according to the information that I just received today, I... <laughs> nobody was happy with you that week. <laughs> no, no, not not that way at all. No, but it it, it you know working in a hospital is um, compelling work to say the least. As right. you know, it's it's rewarding and stressful. Painful and joyful. It's uh, it will take your guts out and spread them all over the floor, and then push them back up your ass again. Oh yeah. It it just uh, and 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 twelve hour shifts of that. And I don't care what you're doing in the hospital. If you've got hands on patient care, that's what's going to happen. It's 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 very involving and. Uh, and you do 12-hour shifts, one, boom, 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 after the other like that. And uh, it's real hard to maintain your um, healthy perspective on the outside world and, and, and keep your strength and your focus on what you're doing when you have to do it and then stepping back from it, walking away from it, leaving it at the door and going home. To the other life right that's that's hard to do nine times out of ten i mean for me mentally once i set in mentally and I, I have this thing about mentally setting my i kids i i literally mentally set myself the podcast yeah he does he just did it before we started in fact didn't i tell you take your earphones off and reset <laughs> your ponytail and you'll get wound up and he yeah. did I did. But once I set myself in in work mode, in hospital mode, that that Friday, I don't come out of it until Monday morning. You don't come out of it until you walk out the door. And and that's as it should be because you you don't have a minute to step out of character, as it were, uh, when you're on the job. Yeah, anybody, uh, I don't care if you're a policeman, a fireman, um, EMT, Whatever your job is that that is that kind of um, demand on your attention and your focus, that's how you do it. 
That's how you get through it. Right. You 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 leave your old you leave your real life your home life at the door when you go in, and you leave your hospital life at the door when you go out. That's just the way you do. Yeah, because as if soon, you're going to be smart and healthy about it. Because I was going to say, as soon as I set foot in here, I you know here in the house,、mm-hmm. I don't think about the hospital、no. until it's time to go back. And you can't. You really, you really can't. And and anybody that that wants to say, oh well, but I felt so bad for so and so in the hospital. That's nice that you have feelings like that. But you have, if you're going to be healthy about it for yourself and for your family and your loved ones and your friends, you gotta leave it in the hospital where it belongs. Yes. You gotta. You can't bring it home because you can't fix them at home. You can barely fucking fix them in the hospital when you're working on them. Many times you can't. I was gonna say. Okay, but you can't bring that home and lament the fact that you couldn't fix them. You have to just celebrate the fact that you you did your job the best way you could, and that it, that's enough. It, even if it didn't make it come out okay for the patient, you did what you could do, and that's all anybody can do. And you leave that at the door. And not only、yeah. I think for、um, physical health, but I think for mental、oh, health that's, too. That's what I mean. Yeah, totally mental. And well, like you say, physical too, because your mental health can mess up your physical health, and vice versa. So, but anyway, yeah. So this week you're going to get a very exciting thing done too. I am. I'm cutting my hair. I, I've you're going to have it cut, actually. Your sister's. Well, yeah, I'm going to have it cut.、Um, I have. Now, when we started podcasting in 2012, I think I, I, I had. Can't、I'm、remember. Pretty sure I had long hair. I mean, I not nowhere else. I cannot remember. I can't remember whether it was long or short. Shit, I can't remember what color my hair was.、Um, style. In fact, if I find like an old, you know, because originally we had、um, different pictures for our what we think, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if I can find that, then I can tell you. Oh yeah, yeah, the original face photos、yeah. or whatever that we had for the. The website, yeah, yeah, that would be one way to know. But、yeah. I don't have a clue. At this point, though, my hair is extremely long. Yes, it is. It's way past shoulder length. It's、um, down to the middle of your back.、Almost. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, I've just, I've gotten tired of it,、um, especially like, especially when I'm sleeping or, for example, today I had it pulled back in a ponytail.、Mm-hmm. I'm driving. And I go to turn my head to see if you know the coast is clear to make my turn. Yeah. And I pull the shit out of my hair because I'm, I'm、oh, laying yeah, back on it. Oh yeah, it's on your back. Yeah. And I'm like, ah.、Oh. So yeah, I'm, yeah, it's I'm time. Ready to? It's, just it's time. Whack it off. It'll be fun to see it because you know it's so funny because Lacey got her bangs cut. Yes. Not long ago, and I love her bangs, and I have been telling her, you know. I, you look so much younger with your bangs and everything, and then she got it done, and like I didn't even notice. And she was like, "You didn't notice my bangs." And I go, "Listen, <laughs> Bernie got a must had a mustache years ago, and he got it. He cut it off, and it was two weeks before I noticed. Oh, really? <laughs> two weeks, and that's my husband. So、There、don't feel bad if I didn't notice. But I know this is coming, so I'll totally notice. Well, I'll notice it anyhow, because I remember when you got your haircut when you were still working at the hospital, right? I remember. I don't know if you remember my reaction, but I was like, "Wow, that looks so much better!" Because I really like you with short hair. You look like a different person. 
I like you with long hair too, but you look like a different, totally different person when I... your hair is cut. You just do, you know. And you, oh, I know what you had. To, remember when you came back from Nevada? Uh huh. You were job hunting. Remember what did I tell you? I said cut your hair. Yes. Because you can't hunt for a job with long hair. Right. It won't work. Not unless you're hunting for a job as a hippie. That was the last time I got a haircut. And that's when you got a haircut. So three plus years. How long after that did we start podcasting? Is the, is where I was going with that. Do you remember? Um, I don't. I do. Okay. Uh, I came back home February 2011, and we didn't start podcasting until November 26, 2012. Okay, so you had a, a over a year's growth of undisturbed growing hair. So it was probably medium length. Yeah. yeah. And it's been growing ever since. Ever since, yeah. But yeah, I'm just I'm I'm ready for a change. I wonder if Jay will get his cut because your son, Jaden, who's 12, right, also has long hair. Yes. And part of the reason he has is to emulate you. Right. And you said he was okay because you've already talked about it with him. He was okay that you were getting your hair cut. Um, I wonder if he'll do that too or want to. I don't know. I don't either. Depends on his relationship with his hair. And, and, and how you say, you know, how I look different. Jaden, long hair Jaden and clean cut Jaden are look totally, totally different. different. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. Well, we all do. I mean, you change our hairstyles, we're going to look different. So. I think if, Le- if Lacey would let me, I, th- I think I'd actually shave all this off too. Mm. Just do it. Shit, it grows back. I know. Especially me being Hispanic, it grows back. Like what what does she care? Huh? Why does she care? She said she that she... To, yeah, she doesn't uh, like me with the baby face. Uh, well, I don't know if it's a baby face, but... I have issues with men's facial hair anyhow. I really do. I, I Ernie used to have a mustache. He used to have a Fu Manchu. Okay. And a fro at the same time. If you can envision that. Yeah. And um, at the time, you know, shit, that was 30 years ago. It was a good idea. But anymore, no. I like him just the way he is. Bald and, bare- <laughs> and barefaced, <laughs> as it were. Or almost bald. He's getting, it's so funny because he jokes about his hair. He'll see somebody on, on TV with a lot of hair and he'll God, I got my hair due, man. It's like he used he used to make jokes about he had people mistaking him for Robert Redford because of his blue eyes. Ernie, for those of you who don't know, my husband is Japanese American, so he has nothing like blue eyes. Trust me. <laughs> but he likes to make those kinds of jokes. Yes, he's he's a funny guy that way. So, well, anyway, it'll be fun to see how your hair comes out. It'll be fun to see what Jay thinks about it. Jaden, again, for people who don't know, is a young man with autism. Yes. And some things are easy for him to accept, some changes and some surprises, and some are not. So he knows it's coming. We'll see how he takes it and see what he does with it and see if he feels inspired to follow suit or not. So be interesting. I, I almost think he might. I do, too. I kind of expect him to. I'd be surprised if he doesn't, you know, maybe a little at a time. Right. You know, to get used to it. I mean, he knows he could tell. All he has to do is pick it up, and then he could tell what it would look like without long hair. Well, normally, 
out in public, he wears it in a ponytail. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, he can kind of visually see. Yeah. So, I'll, we'll, we'll update everybody next yeah. week. Yeah. Okay, kids, let's go ahead and get into the show. Each right. and every week we get together and we find out what the Twitter feed has to say to us and we find out how many new followers we get each and every week and we call this the twitter tweets all right last week we get uh we hit 1500 on the nose on the nose 1501 while we were podcasting yeah somebody somebody signed up all right well this week we didn't have that big of a jump um it, it went up that's that's a positive thing. Yes. Uh, but we didn't jump that high. We would jump to oh. 1525. So that's we had a, a total of Another 24, 24 people joined us. So good. that's what? Three. Welcome. Three and some change per day, roughly. Roughly. Um, so, yeah. So that's it's growing. Good. It's slowly getting where I want it to be. Where is that? Uh, 1.5, 1.6 million. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that's an accurate description of the growth. It is slowly getting there. Yes, it is getting there. That's the important thing. Right. So far, we're going up, not down. Uh, there's something that I do want to bring on. And since we're here, we're talking about Twitter tweets. And it has to do with you and Twitter. Uh-oh. You yeah. are not following the Jason Modcast on Twitter. I don't have... I can't do Twitter. I don't have a smartphone. You don't need a smartphone. This isn't a smartphone. I don't know how... What isn't? The laptop. Oh, well, yeah, but you never showed me how. I don't know how. I told you I don't know how to tweet. Well, you don't have to tweet. You just have to follow. I don't know how to follow (laughs) it either. Yeah, I I was going through... I was going through last night... Um, and if, if anybody just happens to be listening to this that does follow um, us on Twitter, I have a follow. It's called a follow back policy. If you follow us, we'll definitely follow you back. But see, there's no reason to follow me because I don't go anywhere. I don't. But if you drop us, we will drop you. It's just that that That's simple. Simple. And I do check it. I try to check it at least every other week you know to make sure because that's kind of a thing that people do on twitter to make themselves look good so they can have more more people are following them than what they follow i guess i don't really you know i don't understand anything about twitter you know i don't so i don't know how you could expect me to follow it i don't know how (laughs) i don't know what to do and i don't know who gets a shit do they see me following it? Yes. And, and then what do they say? Ooh, look, she's following it. Well, shit, yeah, it's her podcast. Now, for example, what I was talking about is there's some people that, it, it to them it makes them look good. Now, I personally know 54 of these people. So I follow my personal at David K. Montoya for Twitter. I follow 54 people, but I have 533 followers, and they're interested in probably, you know, anywhere from my writing to the podcasting to the movie, Mm. you know, that's what they're in for. They're looking for info. Mm. So some people do that. They'll go and they'll find someone to follow back, 
and they'll wait like a month or two and then they'll, they'll unfollow so they can have more people following them than what they follow. You have no idea how much this is parting my hair. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I do not know what the fuck you're talking about. When, okay, on the computer. Yes. Okay. What do you go to twitter.com or something? Yes, you do. And then you go, hi, I'm here. And then what happens? How do you know that anybody knows that somebody saw, that anybody cares, or anything? Well, you can reply. To who? To whoever you want to. I don't if- know anybody. Hello? I don't know anybody that Twitters. Or- I do. Well, good. Then follow them. <laughs> Say hi to them. That's what I'm saying. You need to follow But why do I want to follow people I don't fucking know? No, me. Well, I, I'm here every week, three times a week. <coughs> I, don't have, I don't have to go online to follow you. I'm in your house three days a yeah. week. I sit here for two hours a week with you and podcast. What do I need to go on Twitter to follow you for? It's a courtesy thing. I follow you. A courtesy? What? What? Okay. All right. So let's say that I would. Is this it? Is this what it looks like? Yes. Okay. So I would go. Hi, David. I'm following you. What are you doing? Well, what no. you? All you would have to do. Or then I'd have to talk in that hashtag language, and I fucking don't speak hashtag. Okay. Well, not everybody. See, like right here, these these different ones, people aren't talking in hashtag. Not everybody talks hashtag. Oh. All right. Um. So what I did to follow you is I found you. Let's just go down here. We're actually on the Jazel Modcast page right now. and I mean, I see it on, on Facebook all the time. It says, you were tagged. Yeah. Tag, you're it. And I'm like, okay, and whatever. That's, that's what this is right here. See, because our last episode, episode 61, right. I called it a really big shoe. Right. Um, and that's with you. That's your Twitter handle. That's oh. my Twitter handle. Okay. I and didn't even know I had a Twitter handle, but okay. And that's Aaron's because Aaron was a guest last week. Okay. Um, and so when I do this at your Twitter handle, mm-hmm. that's a tag. I tagged you. Tag it. Okay. So then I go to your page. This is your actual page. Oh, I have a page. Yes. With an egg for a face. Okay. And over here, you see where it says following? Uh-huh. Uh, let me just do this. Okay. Oh, boy. Here I go. Now I am a... Did I write that? Yes, you did. When the fuck did I do that? Um, September 10th, 2012. That's about right. That's as much as I understood about what I was doing. Okay. Okay, so you so see on the this right hand side it said follow. And you just click it. And okay. now you're following. So that means I'm following you. Wait and a minute. You just said I'm following. I'm showing you how to follow follow back. So oh, fuck. So this is your page. Okay. I clicked on your follow button on your page. All right. So now I'm following you. No, if that's my page and I click on that follow button, that's me doing something, not you. No, I... Now, if it was you... Oh, you came to my page and did that? Yes. Oh, that's how you follow somebody? You go to their page and you click and you say, I'm following you. Yes, and... Okay. You have seven followers. I do? Yes. Jesus. Is that my Bobby? That is. 
that my baby Bobby? Yes, it is. My Bobby follows me. So the hey, mongers, Bobby. the mongers movie, which, you know, that's us. The movie we're working oh, yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, Bobby. Bobby. Uh, somebody named Jake Nash. Okay. Don't know. Don't know. Um, Jaisal Modcast. Modcast. This Hydro Dish Show. Don't know. Oh, I know what that. What does that mean, Hydro Dish Show? I don't know. Oh, I just saw that somewhere. And then myself, and then Terry. Terry follows me. But I don't do anything. So what's to follow? Okay, alright. So let's go back up to the page. Okay. Let's say I go on my page. Uh huh. What do I see when I go on my page? You'll see. We'll go home. You'll see this. Except, you know, you'll have the egg instead of the, the Jaisal Modcast logo in the background. Okay, and then you'll see. You'll, this is what you'll see. And then you'll see everything that I've written, every, everything that you've, uh, let's see, who are you following? Let me go oh, back to your page. You are following four. You are following Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah. Terry D. Shearer. The World of Myth, which oh my is. God, doesn't exist anymore. Doesn't exist anymore. And, and, and you. Yes. But I'm not, because I haven't done anything. So how can it say I'm following it? Because you physically clicked follow on these pages. Sometime in yeah. the past. Yes. When I didn't know what I was doing. And Correct. Still don't. Oh, my God. I can just hear all our listeners going, <laughs> give it up. She isn't going to get it. All right. I, I think I, I, I'll say, okay. Uh, this week we have 1,525 followers, and that's this week's Twitter tweets. And I'm sorry I don't understand it. I still don't understand it. I mean, you've shown me the page and all that, but what I still don't get the point. And if anybody wants to email us and explain the point of following on Twitter. I mean, I see it on Judge Judy all the time. If you like us, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, explain the point to me. I sort of get like us on Facebook because when you do that, somebody who is a friend uh-huh. sees that you like Judge Judy and they go, oh, I never watched that show before. Maybe I'll watch it since she likes it. Right. So I sort of get that. But the tweet thing I don't get. I just, I'm sorry. It doesn't. It's all right. <laughs> it just is over my head. That's quite all right. I'm so sorry. I just, and then don't feel bad that I don't follow something because I don't fucking know what that means. Okay. It's quite all right. It's not like a deliberate thing that I'm not doing deliberately. I just find it funny that you're following the world of myth that has been. I don't, but I'm not. That's the whole point. I don't know how it can say I'm following it when I haven't. One time I said, okay, I'm following it, but I'm not. Well, that's all you have to do is just click it once, and that's it. Well, then why do you say I don't follow? <clears throat> oh, because you said I don't follow Jayzo Modcast. Right. Okay, so if I click on that, and the, and then, then you'll think I'm following it, and you'll be happy. Yes. Is that it? Yes. Okay. I'll try to figure out how to do that. All right. All right, kids. Can let's... you unfollow somebody? You can. Because I don't need to follow Ellen. I mean, I love Ellen, but I, yeah, you I just... don't think any one of us are getting anything out of it. No. I don't think anybody gets anything out of it. That's what I don't get about 
following on Twitter. We use it what as... What do you get? We use it as an informational tool. We do? Yes. <laughs> Those of us that know what to do with Yes. It. Well, the the Jason Modcast Network uses it as an uh, uh, informational tool to update the listeners of what podcast is coming right. out now, that you day. Did, you told me that one time, and I got that. I understand that because they uh, – I don't know how they get that information. They follow us. Yeah, I know. But see, I'm following all those people, and I don't, I'm not getting information from them. If you go to your Twitter page and log in, mm-hmm. you would get all their information. Oh, my goodness. I'll have to try that and see what I find out, I think. Okay, I'm sorry to take up so much time with it. No worries. All right, kids, let's get to the where I really want to be tonight. I, I, <laughs> this is, I'm this is not where we want to be, by the way. Each and every week we get together and we find out what you, the listeners, have to say, good, bad, or indifferent. And we call this the email brown bag special. All right. This yes. is this is going to be good. What do you got? This is so good. This is from Aaron in Queens. Some of you have heard us talk in the past about Aaron in Queens. About a little over a year ago, we got the first email. And I was actually trying to look through my stored Jason emails uh-huh. for the first one from Aaron. And... Either it doesn't keep them forever, or I just couldn't put my hands on it. Uh, I have it printed out somewhere. But a little over a year ago, we got an email from Aaron in Queens, and he was in a very bad place. Yes. And uh, the upshot of the whole thing was that he said that he happened to listen to us, to our podcast, and it lifted his spirit somewhat. Kind of like by happenstance, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, I don't think he he just sort of stumbled on it, I guess. And it made him feel better and gave him enough of an uplift that he began to look beyond his difficulties and slowly but surely began to pull himself out of this mire he felt he was in. Uh, And we were quite touched by his first email and we told he had, as I recall now, he had lost his job and, uh, you know, he was having issues with his parents and things of that nature. And uh, so we let him know that we were here for him and that if, if he would let us know what kind of a job he was looking for, we'd put the word out on yeah, the podcast. Yes. Um, he did. He let us know in a, in a subsequent email uh, the kind of work that he did. As far as I know, nothing particular came out of our Request. podcasting that information uh but uh little by little he's managed to pull himself back up uh by his bootstraps as it were and um is in, in a relationship and his uh, uh his parents thing is resolving itself a little bit better and he's just turned around a great deal in the last uh, year since the the first podcast so in a way, we sort of followed him yes. without tweeting, um, uh, and we got one from him um, on the ninth. And I actually sent this to you because I wanted you to be able to post the accompanying uh, picture picture that he sent. It's the message is, it's me. Hi there. Uh, I'm not working today, and saw that a new episode was up and gave it a listen. I love you guys. I truly do. You guys have so much fun, and it always brings a smile to my face. 
Aaron, I love the way he spells his name because Aaron spells his name E R O N, and right. Aaron from Queens spells it double A R O N, was funny as well. First, my girlfriend and I are becoming parents, and he sends us a uh, what do you call it uh, to click on thing? A link. Yeah, a link to click on to see a 3D ultrasound of their coming baby girl. We named her Elizabeth Samantha, uh, and he makes a smiley face there. Uh, we are both scared like crazy, <laughs> but unbelievably excited. All at the same time. My dad and stepmom have been coming around more now, and they are excited to have their first grandchild. I still haven't heard from my birth mom, but it's all right. I know my girlfriend is going to be a better mom to our baby than my own mother could ever dream to be. Okay, with the show, I say good for Simone. I think too many people in this world. I think too many people in this world want to classify themselves and segregate themselves because of their identity. I think she is a beautiful woman and a talented actress, and that's what she wants people to know her for—for her and not her race or what she likes to do in the bedroom—makes her more awesome. Also, I agree with Sadie. I think that the photo of Bieber slugging the Paps is a stage setup. Remember, I said it looked like to me like that that he wasn't really hitting the guy yeah, on the chin. Yeah, yeah. Um, think about other incidents. Biebs has always had his his goons handle people. Other incidents like that, he doesn't take them on himself. That's true. Uh, so he thinks it's a setup. It's way past my bedtime, and I'm most likely not making any sense. LOL. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I'm still here. And I'm doing all right. Oh, and keep the background music. I think it helps the show. So keep it. So that's We're one, it, one yeah. response、uh, more. Oh, am I really excited about the movie? Other than being the executive producer, is Sadie going to have a role in the movie? Keep me updated. Can't wait to see it in the movie theater. Love you guys, Aaron. Well, first of all, thank you, Aaron. We're, we were really excited to see this baby sonogram. Yes, it's adorable. It really is, and he doesn't say when the baby's due, but from the looks of it, it's fairly soon. Yes, you know she's clearly well developed. We've got the link, and David's going to put it up so you guys can see it too. Yes.、Um, just in case you're interested in looking at the sonogram of one of our listeners'、uh, infants. And、uh, you know, it's to see this e- email. What a year and a half after we received such a down email from、yes. from Aaron. He was so he was so down. We were both concerned that he might not come back up. Right. And to see him so back up, and to see his life so turned around, it's a real inspiration. I think to to anybody who might. Now find themselves in the place he was a year and a half ago. If you can just hang on and hang in there,、um, your life might turn around for the better too. I think is is the message that Aaron's life brings. You know, it, it's funny because it it almost brings a tear to my eye. I mean, it, it's for me, it's it's very emotional because 
as a man, I understand. I understand where he was at mentally. I, I do. Um, and to to follow along and, and see him just push all that bullshit aside and mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm taking a stand. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let this get to me, and I'm going to go forward. Yeah, and that's basically what he did. He found a job. He got back on his feet. One day at a time, I'm sure, one step at a time, and it wasn't probably easy for him, but he did it. And, you know, I'm sure he would say if he could do it, anybody can, you know. And uh, when he talks about um, comparing his girlfriend being a mom to the relationship he has with his birth mom and stuff, it's its clear that he's had some issues in the past. He's had some difficulties in the past to overcome. Um, but again, he has done it. It can be done. And I think that's the message Aaron probably wants. Uh, if, if, he were, if, if we were to say, what do you want people to get out of all of that? I kind of think that would be it. I agree. You know. So we're really proud of you, Aaron. We're proud of your girlfriend. <laughs> we're excited about seeing the baby when she gets here. Oh, and, yes. You know, I, pictures. I, we feel like grandparents almost, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and then he's talking about the movie. Am I the executive producer on that movie? You did. You have said. On, I have said I would be. You, okay, on air, well, you said you were executive producer. I, well, I don't know if that means that I am or not. You know, I could say I'm the movie star, too, but that doesn't make it happen because well, I haven't put any money into it. Well, it's we're still. We're, we're not at the putting money in stage no, yet. No, we're, we're still um, script. Well, I'm still doing the script, so yeah, that's why. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, we talked about okay. it. And will I have a role in the movie? Probably not, because it's not going to be—it's not going to be the kind of thing I could have a role in, is it? Look for a non-verbal cameo from S. Sadie Burbage. <laughs> so there might be a role for me in there. You never know. There we will, is, and we will keep you updated uh, for sure. I don't know if you'll see it in the movie theater or not, but you know, we always live in hope. I've been making so, some good contacts. Have you? Yes. Cool. I've, I've been cool. working. You know, you know. Every week we always start about how we, do, what we did in the week, and and sometimes I, my, I think my my routine is so mundane I forget about yeah. you know, important stuff. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of shopping around. Good. Great. So hopefully somebody with money is interested. <laughs> uh, in fact, once we get. The script finished, and I finish uh, casting. Or um, that what was that? I think <clears throat> my game plan is I want to shoot in Big Bear mm-hmm. in February mm-hmm. because that's as close as we can get in Southern California mm-hmm. to Canada. They make yeah. it look like it. Yeah, it'll be mountainous, lots of trees, colder and shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to probably hold. We're probably going to hold it like a, um, not a Kickstarter. I don't, I don't use Kickstarter. I, I don't really care for their, their concepts. Um, it's called Indiegogo. It's crowdsource funding. Uh, most likely next month we're oh. going to start that. Okay. And then cool. we'll start building uh, and hopefully because I have a little bit of everything. I'm, I'm slowly working on it. I'm not doing a lot of talking about it because I'm, I'm working a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. It's kind of scattered. But once it's all 
finished, then I can just push it all together into one big project. So that's why Very I'm really cool. not talking much about it. Very cool. And I'm not because I don't know anything about it. And Aaron, again, for what it's worth, as man-to-man, I could not be more proud of you than any other person that I know. I am, I am so deeply proud of you. Yeah. I mean, like I said, a year and a half ago, we were worried for Aaron. I mean, literally worried for him. Because he said it in the email. Yeah. yeah. He said things were probably not going to work out for him. Um, and so, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, all our episodes are archived at the Jason Modcast Network. You can go to jaselmon.com slash jaselmodcast. Click on what we think. Over to the right-hand side, you'll see a whole bunch of little numbers like 1 through 5, 6 through 10. And you just have to go through and find. It's, it's actually labeled what that email is. And uh, um, it's called Why So Serious. I remember that. It's called Why So Serious. I was going to say it was before August uh, last year because I did find one of his emails in my uh, computer folder that uh, said he was surprised we read it. So, and that was in August last year. Okay. So it's prior to that time, sometime. So you, but you, the name again was Why So Serious? Okay. And I, I. It's one of our earlier episodes. I'm almost positive it is. I yeah, mean, I think it's it like, is. I think it is. I think it might be even like the single like episode from. I'm gonna say between five and nine. Probably in there. It's gonna be yeah. there. Yeah, and then then y'all will have a much better idea of what we're talking about and why this has touched us so deeply. Uh, and you're going to put up the, the, the photo so they can see. Was yeah. that Lacey? Yes. Lacey and the baby are out. And the dog. Everybody's out. Um, uh, Lacey. Having a, having a break. Come here real fast. Well. I, I want to show her the picture of the, the oh, ultrasound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here. Look at here. You you remember uh, uh, Aaron from Queens. Us talking about him having been so down and out and everything. Okay. He and his girlfriend are... Pending parents. Isn't that cute? It's a girl. They named her Elizabeth Samantha. Isn't that cute? And that's a perfect too. It looks like she's kind of far along, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not big on pegging age in utero, but. It looks like a perfect good form baby, so... It looks like, yeah. Soon. soon. I, I just wanted to share that with you because <laughs> I know, you know, his story touched you, too, so... Story made me cry. Yeah, it, well, it made all of us cry, actually. Sweet. Congratulations. That was Lacey, Aaron, telling you and uh, your girlfriend, congratulations. I don't think we have his girlfriend's name. Do we? No, I don't believe so. Well, anyway... <clears throat> um. She says congratulations to you. Oh, okay. You nosy bitch. You know how to do all that. <laughs> okay. See, smart Lacey. She knows how to figure out who the girlfriend is because somewhere on here it says, where'd you see it, Lace? Where is it? Oh, in the black? Oh, right teensy weensy little writing. It says Joanne. So we're assuming that Aaron's girlfriend's name is Joanne, unless it's the doctor's name. Probably not. Or the 
the person that produced this picture. So if it's if it's Joanne, then we say congratulations, Aaron and Joanne. Yeah, just write us back. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you can't. You know how. And you know what? I think this was. I think he wrote this email because last wasn't it just last week that we were talking about where our emails had been coming from, and I and I mentioned. Aaron in Queens, and we said, and I said, "Hi, Aaron." Yes, you did. Yes, and and I know that this was he's talking about the show before that. I think because if he had, if he was talking about that last show, he would have mentioned that I said hi to him. That's true. You know, and so when he's talking, but but wasn't that the show where Beebs was was hitting the paps, or was that the show before that? I'm so confused. show before that. Okay, so he had he hadn't heard the show where we just casually happened to say, "Hey." Aaron, so now he has heard that. Now he'll hear this one, and he'll then he'll let us know whether Joanne is his girlfriend's name. Yes. But our sleuth Lacey has. <laughs> she's very snoopy that way. She can figure out all kinds Don't of stuff. Tell everybody my secret. She's very good. She she can, and it would never have occurred to me to look there to see that. It's right there. But anyway, okay. All right, well, that's it for this that's week. That's for the email. We, for that's the all email we have. Yeah. Okay. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings.
Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra $10, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazelmon.com. All right, kids, we also get together uh, each and every week when we find out what semi-famous fucker who went and gun-croaked on us. Right, the SFFWCs. And we call this saying goodbye. <clears throat> now, it depends on whose perspective. If he's if he was called... Eh. <laughs> Richard Keel. Okay. Name doesn't ring a bell straight off the top. No. Uh, once you see his face, you'll know exactly who he is. Okay. Uh, Unless you're not no. a James Bond fan. Oh, oh, oh. Well, that's not the best picture of him. Is this Teeth? Is this the guy with the silver teeth? Yes. Yes, yes. I do know. I do know who he is. By the teeth. I know you by your teeth. Yeah. They call them Jaws. In, yes, in 007. they did. They did, and I totally know that. Yes. Um, yes, he passed away. Um, let's see. It says Richard Keel, Bond villain, died of heart disease. Hmm. He was a big guy too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Let's see. What tall. It, I mean, not, yeah. not fat. Right here, it says he he was seven foot two inches there you tall. Go. Yep, that's tall. yeah. He's he was a. Tall and imposing he, figure. Yes. Um, let's see. This doesn't really say anything other than you know he played in, um, <clears throat> excuse me, two James Bond movies. Um, he it says he died from serious heart problems and probably a heart attack according to the death certificate. Uh, let's see. He he was in Fresno when he passed huh. away. Fresno County. Huh. Uh, That's in the state of California, for those that don't know. And it says that he had suffered from coronary artery disease, CAD, Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, for several years. He was 74 years old. Mm. Same age as you know who. Mm. And he was... Yeah, there he is with his teeth. Yes, he was hospitalized September 10th. Uh, Is that really his teeth or was that for the show? Oh, no, that was a prop. Oh, Good, because I'd hate to think he had to go around with. Because that would be cold. Yeah. I have silver fillings still from Jesus. When I was 16 years old, I got silver fillings in my teeth, and I still actually have two of them left. Really? Yeah. Over the years, I've actually had all my molars were filled, and over the years, one by one, they've cracked, and I've had to have caps and stuff put on crowns. And I still have two, and they're cold sensitive sometimes. So I would imagine if you had metal on the on your front teeth, oh, tops yeah. and bottoms, that would that would not be comfortable. <clears throat> okay, like we do every week, kids. Um, I always find a nice little video. Mm-hmm. So here we go. 
to me. I might have guessed. Do you know him? Not socially. His name's Jaws. He kills people. Very cool. Very cool. And that is saying goodbye to James Bond villain Jaws, also known as Richard Keel. That reminds me, you were talk we were talking about what we did. I forgot that last night after we watched the Groucho, uh-huh. we watched the latest Captain America movie. Oh, okay. How'd you like it? I loved it. It was really good, I thought. It was very good. Great special effects. Um, You know, as always, a little predictable here and there. But um, great action. It was was very enjoyable. I enjoyed it a lot. So did Ernie. But we don't get out much, so you have to to take that into account. um, It was very good. I liked the part where the fact that... um, his girlfriend from you know the 1940s mm-hmm. uh, she was still alive yeah. And, yeah. and then she, she would have moments where she was um, coherent but she was suffering from like Alzheimer's yeah. dementia I, I just that was just a really good touch it yeah. kind of tugged at my heartstrings. yeah I thought so too and I don't want to give it away but we, we've already figured out what's going to happen in the next movie so, but I don't want to say because people that haven't seen it yet, it'll it'll kind of ruin it for them if I say what I think is going to happen. So I won't say it. But I'll, anyhow, it was I'll good. ask you out. Yeah, air. you can ask me off air. I'm curious. But it, it was it was very enjoyable. We liked it. So anyhow, back to well, that was uh, the the only one that died that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, we also is this when we want to say about the the boo boo we made last week, or when do we want to discuss that? Well, you brought it up. Go ahead. Okay. Well, well, I was going to wait until headline, but go ahead. Oh, well, no, let's wait till headline. That's good. Also, each and every week we get together and we find out what celebrity did something good. You know, most of the time they do shitty things, but once in a while they'll they'll step out of their box and they'll do something yes. nice. And we call this the helping hand. Yes. This week's helping hand 
is Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. You don't know who Mark Zuckerberg is? Well, not by name, but you, I don't... Listen, I'm a child of the 60s. Mm-hmm. I can... You can play a song and I can go, oh, God, I don't know how many times I used to rock out to that. But I can't tell you who it is, okay? I just don't remember stuff like that. So <clears throat> there you go. Well, let's, let's put it this way. He's not even 30 yet, and his net worth is, uh, what was it, like four point three point four billion billion. Nice, nice. <clears throat> he is the founder and creator of Facebook. Okay, dokie then. And this week, Mark has come out and said that he's going to use millions to help fight the Ebola. Good for him. Somebody needs to. That's nasty. And, you know, let's just face it, kids. Millions to him is like, I don't know, 10 bucks to us. Well. Especially when you're like, you're, you're. Network. Millions to him is definitely not like millions to us. No. Definitely not. Um, let's see. How old is he? Let me see if it's... He looks pretty young. Yeah, I don't even think he's 30 yet. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg is going all Bill Gates, giving a massive amount of money to help fight... Oh, I didn't hear about Bill Gates doing this, too. But that doesn't surprise yeah. me with Bill Gates. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, because he and his wife are very philanthropic. Yes. Uh, Zuckerberg and his wife, Priscilla, have donated $25 million. Mm. That, now, that's, that's, that's something. Uh, let's see. $25 million to the Centers of D- Disease Control Foundation. He says that he wanted to help stop the academic from becoming... A long-term crisis like HIV or polio. Uh, Nine thousand people so far. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Have died. So, and that's that's that they know of. How many more there may be, especially in the African continent, who have passed away from this unbeknownst to anyone, because they haven't been where they could. That information could be passed on. So it's. Probably another thousand or more. Right, and uh, out of all the the helping hands that we've done this year, I, I think that this one might be possibly the most important one. It's going to be a big one, yeah. Um, it depends on who gets the money and what they do with it. The you know, the they, CDC. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it was okay, the CDC okay. was, was well, going straight to them. Yeah, they 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 need to to do a really good job of corralling. Uh, the the individuals directly associated with the disease process, and you know, it, once they do that, then they can work on how to fix it. Right. But they need to stop the um, movement of people who either have it or may have it until they know whether they have it or not. Right. You know, I mean, we all know about Dallas. We all know about how that went down. If you don't know, read any paper um, or go online and, and look into it. You can find out the information. And it, it, it just makes it's like you just want to be really sure. Everybody wants to be really sure whether or not somebody has become contagious right. with this disease before they're allowed to move around 
in the population freely. They want it as much as the rest of us want it. We're not talking about people who are going around being little human time bombs. Right. We're talking about people with a disease that they don't want and they don't want to share. Right. <laughs> and, exactly. And just maybe not knowing they have it is can be disastrous. Oh, yeah, definitely. So they really need to step that up. They've already taken more steps in the airports on the eastern seaboard uh, in terms of checking people. They're doing a lot in, uh, believe it or not, in the airport I flew in and out of, Freeport of Monrovia, uh, Roberts Field is is one of the exit points uh, in Liberia. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a woman from, I think, Orange County, somewhere around Southern California, anyhow, who has volunteered to go over there, and that's what she does, among other things. She checks outgoing passengers to make sure they're not contagious. As far as I know right now, what they check for is a temperature, elevated temperature. Whether or not that's a, a sufficient check and is done effectively, I don't know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping because as far as I know, that's all they... They say if you don't have a temperature, you're not contagious. My issue with that is could you not have a temperature, get on the plane, get, get off the plane and get a temperature and be contagious? And I think that's... That's something that I'm personally a little concerned about. I, I, I need to be real comfortable with all that first. Right. And I, I feel like the government, not only of this country, but of the countries involved in, in Africa and elsewhere, are being as forthcoming with the details about this whole epidemic as they can be, um, because it behooves them to be as straight with the general populations of their countries as possible because this is something that can backfire on them just as well as anybody oh, you know um, so so i'm confident that the government's telling us everything that that we need to know about it um i'm just or at least everything they know that that they think we need to know right. about it i'm just not totally confident that they know everything they need to know Right. So if if I'm mistaken, then good. I hope so. I'm just, you know, like I said, I'm a little concerned. You don't have a fever now, get on the plane. Get a fever later, you're contagious. Right. I'm not sure how that all works. And, of course, exposure has a lot to do with it, too. If you haven't been exposed or you don't think you've been exposed and you're not, you don't have a fever, then probably you're okay. On the other hand, you could be exposed and not know you were exposed if the person you were exposed to had a fever and you didn't know it. Right. You know, so it's kind of an icky, ugly. I mean, it's one thing like HIV. You pretty well had to. You knew if you were exposed. Right. Right. I mean, you put it in, you got it in, whatever. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, with, with Ebola, it's a different thing altogether, and it's a quick killer too. Quick. Within what? Like uh, less than a month. I was gonna say like three weeks. Yeah, less than a month. The the guy in Dallas uh-huh. was technically supposedly a febrile when he arrived in the states. Uh huh. No temperature. Um, less than three weeks later, he was dead. So, uh, yeah, it's quick. It's very quick. And being a virus, <laughs> it's highly adaptable. Right. And anybody that knows anything about viruses knows that they're they're adaptable. So, you know, just be just be careful, be cautious. Wash your hands. 
Uh, yeah, and don't go around touching strangers. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not airborne. That's one blessing. Right. But um, there are lots of ways to get body fluids without realizing it. Somebody sneezes into their hand and shakes yours. Right. Bingo. You got you got contact. So keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I seriously, don't go licking people. <laughs> Walk around with hand sanitizer. Well, I'm not sure that that would do it. You don't think so? I don't know. I don't know. How adaptable is the virus? Hand sanitizer is really not much more than gel with alcohol in it. Yeah. So is that sufficient? I don't know. I'm not saying it isn't. I, and I don't want to cause undue panic. <laughs> You know, I'm just saying, educate yourselves. Learn as much as you can, because this is something that, if we aren't all careful, this could become a worldwide catastrophe. Right. That's all I'm saying. So educate yourselves. So bringing it back around, this week's helping mm-hmm. hand. Yes, that was a long way off the feet. Is Mark Zuckerberg. And thank you, Mark. And wife. Uh, Priscilla. Priscilla. The only reason I remember that is because I think Priscilla Presley. Ah. I don't know why. Um, all right, kids. Let's. I was going to say, let's get into the heart of the matter. But you know what? I think we've already tapped into the heart of the matter today. Um, this is the headline news. And let me see here. Because I've never started a headline news this late before into the show. Oh, are we... How late are we? One hour and seven minutes. Shit, we're almost done with headline news. Well, let me let me do the correction. Okay. Okay, and then we if we've got maybe we've got just one headline news that we can throw in for fun. Okay. Or something. Okay. Last week we were talking about uh, Mark, no, Bruce. Bruce Jenner. Jenner. Uh huh. Um, and he and his wife. Mrs. Kardashian, what's her name? Chris. Chris Jenner. How did, where did the Kardashian thing come in? Ex-husband. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, anyhow, they're, she and Bruce are getting a divorce. Yes. Well, I knew that, but until last week's show, I didn't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Figures. Cause, uh, mostly because I don't really pay that much attention. And most of the, the news that I get is like in the beauty shop, in the Us magazine or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know as I would call that necessarily terribly reliable source of information. Because I think they've had like Jennifer Aniston getting married and having a child three or four different times. Yeah. Three or four different guys <laughs> and three or four different kids. and So, you know, you take it with a big grain of salt. Anyhow. We were talking about him having a sex change operation. Yes. Bruce Jenner. And we used the word transvestite. And at the time, I kept thinking that's not the right word. Because by definition, transvestite means that you're going to be wearing the clothes of the opposite sex. Okay? Trans is, you know, whatever. Vest, as in vestments, clothing. And I, I don't know what that means either. But transvestite is like a guy who wears women's clothes. Right. Okay. Or I guess the other way around. So transvestite wasn't the right word. So I, and I looked it up and yeah, that's what transvestite means. Somebody wears the uh, clothes of the opposite sex. Okay. So then I looked up transgender and it says 
denoting or relating to a person whose self-identity does not conform unambiguously to conventional notions of male or female gender. In other words, it's a guy who, you heard it said, uh, by both young men or women. Right. I've always felt I was a man in a woman's body or a woman in a man's body. That's like a transgender individual. What they choose to do about it doesn't have a name. Like if they have a sex change operation, they become a person who has had a sex change operation. Oh, see, I thought then at that point they become transsexual. Well, uh, I suppose you could, I suppose, I don't know, you could Google that word too and see whether that is someone who has had a sex change operation. But he hasn't yet. Right. He's wanting to. And yeah. I couldn't find, I tried Googling somebody who's going to have, and they don't, you get transgender, that's as close as you get. Okay, we'll go with transgender. So at this point, he's transgender. We think. We don't, I haven't heard anybody say that he has said, I feel like a girl in a man's body. But basically, that's the motivation behind the uh, the hormones and the growing the hair longer and the hoping for breast growth and I wonder if Chris is going to get behind that his ex-wife mm -hmm. maybe she can market that you know I can see like a whole new line of like Different perfume Kardashian. well I was I was going to say a whole a whole line of like perfume you know now it's what is it what, oh shit I had it in my head wonder what it's it, going to change his name to Oh, here we go. Here we go. Now in Macy's, get your free <laughs> sample of trans transgender Jenner. Yeah, that could, yeah. Transgender, maybe even. Tra Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> yeah, transgender juice. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. Well, anyhow, uh, just, and the only reason we brought this all back up again was to say we were we were using the incorrect word. We're, right. This is not an area that we're necessarily familiar. either one personally <laughs> familiar with. So we were speaking inappropriately. We assigned uh, a situation that does have a specific meaning to many, many millions of people, right. a transvestite, uh, not the least of which is one of my favorite comedians who is on television a lot. And I can't ever remember that man's name. Oh, oh my God, Izzy. he's British. Yes, Izzy. Izzy Izzard. Yes. No, is that it? Izzy Izzard. Yes, yes, that's yes. it. Yeah, he's hilarious, especially when he does his transvestite thing. He's very funny. Anyway, uh, we didn't mean to misuse the term transvestite and, and in the application that we did. Or offend anybody. Or offend anyone. Absolutely not. We we're just not real bright when it comes to stuff like this and so we used the wrong word and we're sorry we're trying to get smarter about it and educate ourselves so there you go that's it all right kids we have time for one because <laughs> guess who's been mouthy all we all night all show <clears throat> um oh pick a good one I, oh, terrence I howard i like him oh, i got one better than terrence oh, howard okay well i like him though or do I not like him anymore? Oh man! <laughs> oh, damn. Justin Bieber. 
is cleared an alleged phone snatching. Now, do you remember of this? all the things he could snatch. Well, do you remember he... <laughs> that was... That was intended as a joke. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 took, it took me a minute took a to minute, process. It? Yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. Last year, or no, it was this year. Remember, he took the, 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 the mother and daughter. They were somewhere, and he ran up to her and snatched the phone from her. No, but that's okay. Well, we talked about it. On the okay, podcast. well, I don't doubt it. Well, anyway, <laughs> she, the mom. I don't remember what I said last night. Okay. The mom filed a, a, a lawsuit, or not a lawsuit, but a, a criminal um, complaint against Bieber because that was... Because he snatched her daughter's phone. Right. It's appropriate to do that. I mean, to make that complaint. Well, even though, you know, all his cronies were there... Um, and we all know how honest and forthright they are. Yeah, I was trying to think of what Aaron called them. That was a good name. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, well, it's okay. Um, but anyway, all his cronies were the there. Posse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'd call him. And um, you know, and it was just the daughter and the mother. Mm-hmm. And it says here, no evidence was found. No what? video evidence of, of. Oh. You know, so they they dropped the case. What did he give it back to her? Eventually. After he went through all her pictures. Oh yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> so. Oh, well, that's just more evidence that if you're famous enough and rich enough, you can get away with damn near anything. You know, he, he's got to be the luckiest piece of shit. I, I, I mean, he's just been lucky all the way through. He's had all these legal problems, and he's barely skid by. He doesn't have... I don't know as I would call it luck as I would so much... That he probably pays people off. Money. <laughs> but that would just be my skepticism. I certainly have no evidence to that. I wouldn't want to say that any of the officers of the law who were involved in all of this had anything to do with being paid off to turn their heads. So, there did you go. How'd you like that Judge Dredd interpretation? I did. The law. The law. I love that movie. Judge Dredd. They just came out with the second one. Did you? Do you remember the part where the where he and the the guy that had just got out of jail wound up getting back, had to go back in again, and they're sitting together in the plane, going to uh, the outer world or wherever they had to go. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Remember they're sitting there and, and he and he looks up and he goes, "Oh, it's Judge Dredd." Oh, you mean the officer of the law is in trouble with the law or something like that? It's really, I can't remember exactly how he says it, but it's so funny. It cracks me up every time I see that. I love it. It is a good movie. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. Maybe he pays people off. Maybe he doesn't. I, he's got enough money too. I mean, if you were if you were a questionable character cop and and you had a chance to take a bribe from the Beebs and it was big enough. Yeah, I take it. Sure. Any any questionable cop would, and I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying they do. I'm just saying they would if they could. I'd probably take it now. I would. To, to turn your head the other way and go, sure, why not? What, phone, what cell phone? She must be out of her mind. Sure. There's no evidence for that. You dropped me five million. I, I didn't see hey, anything. Hey, for five million, I'd say almost anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm an honest person, but I have... My price. Everybody, yeah, everybody has their price. Let's face it. You don't think so? Just put yourself in that position and 
dwell on it for a few minutes. For five million? Not only would I not see a thing if they wanted, I'd forget my name in the process. <laughs> you know that movie, um, James Kahn, I think, and Demi Moore? Uh, and I forget who. The where where he wanted to pay her a million bucks to go to bed with them. Indecent proposal. Yeah. That was Robert Redford. Yeah. And wasn't James Caan in that too? I always want to put him in that movie. No. Well, anyway. Uh, that was Robert Redford. Okay. Well, anyway. Um, and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. And Demi. Demi Moore. Right? Yes. Yeah. Who, hell, I'd go to bed with her. Anyway. Um, when that movie came out, and I don't know when it was. It doesn't matter. Long time back. Yeah. Ernie said, fuck yes, I'd take a million dollars for you to go to bed with him. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, and, and I mean, my husband loves me dearly, but like I said, everybody has their price, you know, and you got to think about it. What's the big deal? You go to bed and you fuck somebody and you get a million dollars. If, if your husband's okay with it and you're okay with it and then you're rich after that. Yeah. Why not? I'd be all right with it. I, I would. I, <laughs> Lacey's looking. <laughs> Lacey's looking like I don't think so. If someone walked up to me and said, "I will give you a million dollars to have sex with your wife," I'd done deal. You should say yes. Hell yes. Done Hell deal. yes. Now, I'm mentally block it up, but he's got to pay me first. Now, just for fun, if it was the other way around, and somebody came up to you and said, "I'll give you a million dollars for your husband to go to bed with my wife," yeah. there you go. See, like I said, everybody's got their price. So how how far would you take your ethics and your law and all that stuff? Yeah, interesting. Like I said, five million dollars. I didn't see a thing, and I'll yes. forget my name. Yeah, and your name. Yes. While we're at it, yes. forget everybody's name. <laughs> I have amnesia. No, not amnesia. I've got Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. There you see, go. See, I always forget Alzheimer's. <laughs> you know what I want to do one of these days? I'm so bad. You know, I get these things in the mail all the time, wanting my money. Uh -huh. Red Cross and this and that. Well, I get one from Alzheimer's every now and then. And I'm so tempted. I want to write on it. I think I donated already, but I can't remember. <laughs> and send it back to them. But I'm so bad. Oh, so bad. Oh, that's good. Oh, I don't know if it's good or not, but it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. That's that's the important thing. It depends on what person gets it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Oh, well. Anyway. All right, kids. Thanks for coming in this week. We had a fun show this week. <laughs> Oddly built, but we did get all of our segments in. Yes, we did. We did. However and, short some of them were. Uh, congratulations again to Aaron and, yeah, and Joanne, Joanne, we think, yes. for Elizabeth Samantha. Yes. Yay. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And you definitely heard what we think. And now you know. Good night. Good night. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S. Sadie Burbank Podcast. Or S. Sadie Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Let's go make it up. Let's actually make some. <laughs> and see, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit.